1: Hey guys, before we dive into this episode, I want to mention show sponsor Baby Trend. Now, I'm sure you have heard of this company, but it's interesting. In the last few years, they've completely revamped their products, which means they're still offering you these wonderful products that you can use from baby to toddler to beyond, but now it's at a quality that's even higher. And I'm so excited to partner with them. Their new product, the 4 in 1 Cover Me Car Seat, is something to really get excited about if you've got a baby because they've addressed the number one concern of most parents and that is sun in your child's eyes. It's always so interesting to me to see the evolution of baby products over the years. Even year to year things evolve and change so much and the cool thing about baby trend is that they've done that without increasing their prices to crazy levels. So any family can go out there and get quality products for their for their children and not break the bank in doing so. So be sure to head on over to babytrend.com and check out all of the amazing products that they have for your baby and beyond. You are listening to the motherhood unstressed podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad that you're here as always. And I'm excited because I have another repeat guest on the show. I'm bringing the brilliant Sarah Pendrick back on the show to discuss how the relationship we have with ourselves is truly the most important one that we'll ever encounter. And her new book, Beautifully Brave, guides readers to discover their true power and follow the roadmap of inspiration to their highest self. Now, I think it's important to note, this isn't a surface level fluff conversation about self-love and self-care. I think we've done that ad nausea, but really about going inward and fully witnessing your dark side and then deciding to love yourself. I mean, it's one of the hardest things that we can do and something that I would venture most people will never have the courage to take on and that's really what we're talking about we're talking about her new book beautifully brave and it is an act of bravery to fully look at yourself to really look at yourself i'm not just talking about looking in the mirror and then walking away but really looking into yourself into your patterns into your history and deciding to make your relationship with yourself the primary relationship. Not because you're more important than anyone else, but because if you don't do that, you can never fully show up in your life. You can never fully show up for your spouse, for your partner, for your children, for your friends, because you don't know if you have your own back when you walk into a room. So with the work of Sarah, through her book, through this conversation, I feel like we're raising the social consciousness to another level to where more women are realizing that that primary relationship that they have with themselves is just phenomenally, phenomenally important. And then once you realize that, it's like, okay, well, how do I get there? What do I do? And all of those those tools, those resources are in conversations like this and are in her new book beautifully brave so i'm so excited to share that with you to share this conversation and her words with you if you love it of course please share it with a friend and if you haven't already please 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 leave us a review on apple podcast so that more women out there in the world can hear these words can can understand that this is a valuable conversation to be having so enjoy the episode with sarah pendrick well, hello, Sarah. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Yay! I'm so excited to be here. I'm so good. How are you? Good. I wanted to save this for like the actual show because I'm honestly interested. How have you been? What have you been up to in the past couple of years since we spoke last?
2: I know. So I'm trying to. Rem- I remember where I lived when we when we spoke last, but I don't remember exactly like what I was up to. <laughs> I'm like, what has happened in that many years? Let's see. I know. Um, We've moved into a house on the beach, which Mm -hmm. is beautiful and something that I've always wanted to do. Um, Girl Talk has grown. I wrote a book. (laughs) Yes. Um, I've just dove deep into probably even more of what I was doing then on a deeper level.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that rings true to, you know, the intention behind Girl Talk and like the just what you wanted to do, because so many times we can get into these, these worlds and then get burnt out, you know, because yeah. it's, it just, it's hard, you know? So what made you want to write this new book, Beautifully Brave? What, what, what prompted it? What was the, what the moment when you decided, okay, this is actually going to be a book that I'm going to
2: undertake? What was that moment like? Mm, I know. I want to hear what you've been up to as well, because I know you wrote a book, but yeah. I'll, I'll answer
1: your question. <laughs> uh-huh. No. Yeah. So, I mean, to take the same question, I think it, it was everything that I was already doing Yeah. on Instagram, on the blog, putting it out there. And so to have it in one source that someone can just pick up and it could be kind of an evergreen thing always associated with the brand and always mm-hmm. you know again ringing true to the real intention behind the brand I just wanted something that would be out there in the world that would kind of
2: coalesce everything together yeah. in one place yeah congratulations oh thanks. Now I know the book journey very well <laughs> <laughs> so probably when I talked to you last I'm sure that I was thinking about the book because Mm -hmm. I've always known I was going to write a book. Um, I didn't know what it was going to be about. Probably shortly after I spoke with you, I started thinking about it and there was all the things um, that I wanted to do. I wanted to do so much. There were so many things I wanted to do within Girl Talk, um, within supporting women, supporting entrepreneurs. And Like I said, I knew that I was going to write a book, but I really sat down with myself to know when, because sometimes Mm -hmm. we get so excited and we want to do all the things. And I believe that we can do all the things, but it's just going through each one and being like, which ones for right now, like which one am I so excited about in my body? What's the next step? So I was really go through that. And then I would say probably two years ago, I knew that I was like ready. I'm like, this is, this is now when I want to do it. I've put all of my like life's work, my own processes, things that got me through the hardest times in my life into this book that's like mm-hmm. a guidebook that takes you on a journey. It's a book that you'll go back to time and time again. Or if you're going through something specific, you're like, oh, I remember in this chapter, I'm gonna go read that chapter right now, get support. And so I started working on it probably two years ago, just the proposal process and the idea and mapping it out. And then in the last year, I've been working on it mainly that and, um, some other things within girl talk. And now it's going to release June 1st. So that's so
1: exciting. Yeah. What was the moment like where you, you got the, the go ahead basically. Um, cause I know like I self-published my book cause I was very excited, just wanted to get it out and didn't go through that whole multi-layered process to get like an actual publisher. But when you did, I mean, what did that feel like in your body? Like validation or like, this is really happening
2: or. Yeah. Or- I mean, that process was like a whole journey in itself. So yeah. originally I had this guidebook idea and I would get to like the last meeting of where like the final, like where they would have the offer. And then we weren't just we just weren't seeing eye to eye. Like they wanted the book to be called Girl Talk. I didn't really resonate with that, even though I know it's my brand. I'm like, I just wanted something um I don't know, I just knew that it wasn't the name of this book. Yeah. And so I was also doing Girl Talk Festival at the same time and I'm just like, "Hey, I'm going to take a break because this is a big journey in itself when you go the publisher route. Like you're writing the proposals, you're going back and forth, you're doing a ton of meetings, your agent is brokering all these things." So I'm like, "I'm going to take a little break." And I had three publishers that were like, "We really want to work with you. Like let's continue to talk about this." And I'm like, all "Right, let me get through my festival." and then we'll talk about it. And then a publisher reached out to me and was like, I've been following you for a while. I just think that everything that you do should be in a book. And she said pretty much like what I had on my heart. And I was like, Mm. that's what I want to do. Like, that's where I want to work with someone that understands the vision of what I'm talking about, understands what women are looking for. And then we dove into that process and it's been it's been a really amazing process. And we came up with the title, Beautifully Brave. And I just felt that that is truly what I was meant to write.
1: Wow. So it's almost like you have this like inner knowing, this this greater sense of self-awareness that enabled you to put the brakes on all of this exciting stuff that was coming your way. It's all positive. It's all good. What was it inside of you that gave you that extra space, that two to three seconds even just to say, hey, let me, let me handle this festival first before jumping in even, you know, because I feel like, it's something so attractive,
2: you know, and, and to be able to say, wait, is really hard. Yeah. I mean, I have not perfected that by any means. <laughs> I used to like, we all have intuition. I'm sure like you Liz, like everyone that's been watching, like, everyone that's listening has had time and time again, where they just knew, but they didn't listen. Cause maybe the mm-hmm. outside world or family or whatever kind of gets in the way of your intuition. And then each time you're like, I knew it. Like, yeah. I knew that. I knew that about this job. I knew that about my child. I knew that about this part. Like we know. And I think that time and time that finally, that happened to me. And I was like, I'm so done with that. I'm so Mm -hmm. done with knowing like right away. I know it's very like small, just like, Hey, I know the answer. And I'm just done with, going the different direction than what my intuition says. So I just made a conscious choice that I wasn't going to do that anymore. And even though I was so excited, I'm like, I could go do these meetings. They're huge publishers, like huge advance, all the things. I just felt that. And I've gotten used to that feeling. And I made a decision and a promise to myself that I'm going to start listening to that. And just after listening to that a few times and then seeing the opportunity that comes with listening to yourself, it gets easier and easier.
1: Yeah. 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 When you can actually say, Hey, this turned out so much better than what yeah. I even thought was possible.
2: Yeah. yeah I was amazing. just talking to one of my friends. That's a new mom yesterday and she's a friend and a client. And she was saying that she was having trouble breastfeeding and like doctors and her doula were saying something totally different. And she was like, no, 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 I know this. And she just kept listening and doing what they said. And then she finally said, she listened to herself and mm-hmm. she like was able to start feeding within 24 hours. And she's like, I just know, like, I know my own child. So right. women right. have insane intuition. I know your audience. There's so many moms, like moms know, like they yeah. just know. And
1: yeah, absolutely. Doing. Yeah. And, and going back to the book, you know, a huge theme is, you know, self-love and self-care and like, you know, creating that greater sense of intuition and self-knowing. Why was that such a prominent theme? Why was that part of your vision for what you wanted to put out into the world?
2: Yeah. So that was a prominent theme for me. Um, just going back to the things that I've been through in my life, um, being sexually assaulted at five years old, to being bullied, um, to being raped at 19. I just kind of put my intuition away and was in survival mode for so many, um, so many years of my life that when I was able to step out of that and just really dive into these tools and dive into myself, that's when I was able to start healing and having the tools that I needed and, you know, heal through things that have happened to me in my childhood and just be able to handle situation.
1: This episode is brought to you by Haya Vitamins. If you've been wondering if the vitamins that you've been giving your children are actually doing any good... If you look at the ingredients, you'll soon find that they're filled with sugars, preservatives, and junk, things that you don't want to be giving to your child. I know there's so much out there. We want to keep it simple. We want to keep it easy. Luckily, there's a company like Haya Vitamins out there who is doing all of that. They provide 12 essential nutrients in every single vitamin in eco-friendly packaging and then each month they send you a refill so you don't have bottles and bottles accumulating you actually are just getting what you need to your children to supplement their diets and let's be honest it's hard to keep ourselves fully nourished let alone our picky eaters So of course, if you're a listener of the show, they're gonna hook you up with a great deal. Head on over to hyatthealth.com forward slash unstressed and you get 50% off your first order. That's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com forward slash unstressed and get 50%
2: off your first bottle. And really start to cultivate that love within myself. When I started using some of the tools that I talk about in the book and just listening to myself and knowing like self-love isn't just this viral hashtag where people are like, yeah, well, you don't love yourself, like, or you don't love yourself enough. Or, you know, everyone thinks that loving yourself is only when you're going through a hard time, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's a relationship. It's a relationship, just like you have a relationship with your family and friends. And when I started realizing that, and I started developing these tools and studying, I have a whole chapter, chapter two, the science of happiness, like why Mm -hmm. these two minute tools make a difference. That's when my life started changing and now I'm able to step into more chaotic situations or situations that might be like telling me, no, don't do this, like choose you. And I'm able to navigate that.
1: Yeah. How long would you say, you know, it takes the normal person to really reprogram their brains so that they are putting themselves first they are putting this relationship this primary relationship first in their lives because is it something that's kind of a quick fix Where they read the book then they're good to go or is it a process a longer journey
2: so it's a little bit of both. When you're reading the book and you're, so many different things will click for you from experiences in your own life, you're going to be extremely empowered. Like I created the book for, from the moment that you look at it on the shelf. It's very beautiful. It's very inviting. You put it on your coffee table on your shelves and you feel empowered right away. So you feel that empowerment and though you have the tools, the thing that takes a little bit longer is just what, like you said, like the habits and the way that you programmed your brain thus far. So you're going to get into those things where you're like, okay, I have the awareness, which is huge. That's everything. You're going to get the awareness right away. You're going to get tools. Sometimes people get the awareness, but they don't know how to handle the situation mm-hmm. or what to do. Yes, so you're going to get the awareness and the tools and the part that takes time. But even though it will happen right away is the total retraining of your brain and reprogramming. And that's okay because it's going to feel so good to even be where you are when you pick up the book and have the tools. It's just going to be those habits and then other people that you can't control that will take a little bit of time. But once you just say yes to yourself in one situation, that's when you actually start cultivating self-love and you actually feel it inside it's a feeling. So many people can't put words on self-love, mm-hmm. but with this process and the different tools, once you do that, you actually feel it inside you just the way that you would feel in a relationship with someone else that yeah. you love.
1: I love it is so true. I mean it is like this It's a feeling of safety. I feel like it's a feeling of, you know, you have this foundation just within yourself, you know, partner aside, family aside, all of these friends, like really to be able to stand up on your own two feet and go into any room and feel safe because you have your own back, I think is such a rare but beautiful thing. And so I love that you're creating this book that's going to go out into the world and help so many women do that. Because I feel like when all of these women out there are reading this and cultivating these practices, the world, you know, the consciousness is elevated. You know, we're all doing better. We're raising happier, healthier, more independent children in the midst of, you know, a more chaotic world.
2: Yeah. And we could take the tools and share them with our family and be an example and an inspiration for them. I said in the book, like if everyone was practicing these things, like the world would look like a totally different place. That's why I'm really excited about it. And I just think it's so important that we start living our life more beautifully brave. The reason that I called it beautifully brave is because I thought brave was like such a masculine word, like just be brave and get on with it. But I think that being beautifully brave and having the tools and really having your own back is, Mm -hmm. it's strong. It's beautiful. It's empowering. Yeah, Why
1: do you think so many women are afraid to step into this area of self-love, to look at themselves in the mirror and to really see themselves? What is holding the average woman back? Because I mean, it might sound woo-woo to a lot of people, but it's, it's transformative.
2: Yeah. So it's scary. Like if you're, if you're kind of new to that, or you don't, maybe you don't know what you're going to uncover and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to cover, uncover all this stuff about me. And it's going to be painful, Um, I think it's just a scary process. Like it's especially scary when you just don't know, like you're like new to something. And the thing that I love about Beautifully Brave is that it's not scary. It's literally supporting, it's supporting you. It's giving you the answer. And it's the thing that I've discovered is All of these things that we reach for, like quick fixes, quick happiness happiness fixes, or the way that we really want to be seen and understood by other women or our families. The thing that we don't realize is, yes, we want to be seen and understood by other women. I 100% that's one of the reasons why I even created Girl Talk. But we would truly actually want to be seen and heard from ourselves. Mm. You could have every single person completely understand you and love you. And there would be something missing because that voice inside, that fear or whatever the emotion or the frequency that comes up when you're going through something, the first thing that your inner voice needs from you is you. And I think that that's where we, we reach to other things. We reach to other validation and we just we just don't know. Sometimes you just don't know. And when you yeah. don't know, that's when it feels scary.
1: Right. I think that that's when, you know, we, we reach for like medication or alcohol or shopping or you're, you're so right. And it's almost like you need to bring in the awareness of that fact, that little tiny fact that nobody is really talking about, Mm -hmm. then it, you know, it, it awakens so many people to the truth. And then once you hear that, once you know that
2: there's no going back. Exactly. There's literally no going back and your life is going to be more fulfilled and more empowered no matter what. Yeah. Are you worried? Like, are you
1: worried that some people might think like, Oh, this is great. This is the ideal. I just, I can't do it. I'm too busy. You know, the kids are driving me crazy. Like how, how do women put these practices into place who are extremely busy, or maybe who don't have a lot of help from, you know, spouse or
2: partner or even, you know, daycare, things like that. Yeah, for sure. So no matter what, I know everyone has two minutes, like no matter what you're doing, you have two minutes and that's some of the practices in the book, I've made them like that. Like something for two minutes a day can actually truly change your life because when you're avoiding it, you're actually like scientifically proven you're creating a fear. Like if there's something that's like bringing you stress, um, that you keep avoiding, you're like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't have time. All the excuses, you're actually developing a fear of it because you're not facing it. So in reality, you're actually wasting more of your time. Cause that's going to build up and it's going to be something that you're going to have to deal with later down the road or other problems that are going. To occur. So when people say that they don't have time, I'm like, "Hey, you actually don't have time not to do this." Like, no. this is going to become a bigger thing. And the thing that I love about this book and one of the chapters specifically is I work with you. I work with you in your life. It's not this like map where it's like this is for each woman. It's individually for you. So maybe your self-care is 2 minutes of whatever you're doing in the shower. Maybe it's when you're driving. Like it's literally tailored to you so that you can fit it into your life. Because I want to set you up for success where you're not like, yes, I'm going to do this every day. And then you last three days. (laughs) and You don't do it. And then also you're kind of breaking a promise to yourself, which affects Mm -hmm. your self esteem and your self worth even more. So I don't want anyone to go through that. I'm not trying to create anything for people to actually go backwards. So I've made it so easy Available to matter what your schedule is, and also something that you get excited about to kind of discover for yourself. I'm not one of those people that's like, this is the morning routine that everyone needs to have. (laughs) That doesn't work. I went down that road. I was like, oh, these people do this in their morning routine. This is what they do. They wake up at 5 a.m., they do that, blah, blah, blah. Like, that doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for my life. It doesn't even work for my own body and my own intuition. So, um, for this book, I'm excited because I'm excited to see what women create. Oh, I love
1: that. I love that. It's kind of like choose your own adventure and then mm-hmm. you can kind of go from there. And I think that that's needed, you know, because we are so different and we all are, have different life experiences. We're all here at this point in time right now with all of this history that's brought us here. So yeah, we need something that's diverse and can, and can meet that. Yeah. Uh, how would you, I mean, this is a huge accomplishment. How would you say that, You as a person have evolved over time, you know, thinking back to when you first started Girl Talk and then looking at yourself now. I mean, how do you feel when you look back at that progression?
2: I'm proud of myself. I think that I'm really proud of anyone that has an idea or faces any fear, whether it's big or small, Um, the way that I've progressed is I've just gotten to know myself even more and really stand in my own needs and also know that when I do that, I'm actually better at all the roles that I have in my life. So sometimes like before when I would play the, I don't have time card or all the things that come up, I just started diving into like, what are those beliefs and started changing that language. Cause when you're saying like, I don't have time or I don't know how to do this, you're just going to attract more of that. So I just started saying like, what's more important than me? Like, there's not anything more important to me because I'm the one that is responsible for all of these like other people, the people in my family. Like, so I do get to take care of myself for myself and for others. And if you looked at Girl Talk when I first started it for the first few years, I was really processing, like I was processing the things that I was actually going through. So Mm -hmm. even though I've created this successful brand that is challenging at times and also so amazing, it's been my biggest, like one of my biggest growth opportunities. And so I've just been able to grow with it and to express myself even more throughout the process as I'm evolving in that entrepreneur business journey.
1: Yeah. I love that. And to kind of take it more towards that tack, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, it's extremely stressful. It's it's extremely time consuming. And then you're supposed to show up every day and be, you know, a source of support for, you know, your audience. How do you do that? Besides of course, taking care of yourself, what practices do you have in place that make you able to do that from an authentic place where you're not just, you know, just showing up and and doing the regular?
2: Yeah. So I really worked on my mindset because at first when you're starting out anything, you're like, What do I do? And you're looking to other people. And I just started realizing that I need to stop looking to other people. Yes, there's mentors. And I love that. I mean, I mentor so many women, but also like check in with yourself first, because I was just going for it, which is Mm -hmm. great. I was going for it, but I wasn't taking the time that I needed for myself to think about certain things. So I was just taking like everyone's advice, going to the next business mastermind, going to like whatever it was and doing what they said, rather than just taking a second. That's what I mean by like, you don't have time not to do it. Just taking a second to check in with myself. And when I was getting started, I spent so much money and time and I'm not, it's not a loss and it's not a failure. It was a total lesson because I didn't just take one extra second to be like, is this actually what I want to do in my brand? Mm-hmm. Like just because everyone else has this, is that what I want to show up and do every day? So I really just started checking in with myself. And now I show up and do things that I actually really want to do. Not because, oh, that's gonna be the thing. Go go on Facebook Live every single day and that's gonna build your brand. I'm like, that's not sustainable for me to go on Facebook Live every day, unless that brought me joy and I was obsessed with doing it, I'm not going to do that. Just a small example.
1: (laughs) No, I love that. I love that. So, I mean, so it seems like you've had to deal with like the guilt of not doing what everyone else is doing. I asked this question because literally I was thinking about this this morning. Like, do I want to, I haven't posted in six days. Do I want to post? I don't really feel like doing it. Is this, you know, and it's like, I feel like when you're in the public space, you're constantly feeling like you need to show up and be perfect and, you know, say the right thing mm-hmm. to inspire the right person so that you don't miss that opportunity. How do you balance that with being, I mean, truly authentic? I think you just answered it. It was so well done, but you know, if you had anything else to add.
2: No. Yeah. And I love that you're saying that you're thinking about that this morning. Cause I've thought about that before where it's like consistency. Oh, you're supposed to post every day, but like throw out the supposed to, it's this weird being an online creator, having an online brand. It's weird because creativity doesn't work like that. It's not like that's your content, like, then how do you ever actually do something that's super creative from your heart? You just have to decide what's works for you. And if you're six days without posting, you're like, I actually really genuinely, like, don't have anything that I want to say right now. Then, then that's where you're like, maybe I'll do some stories. Like I used to force it in that time. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't working for me because people could feel that.
1: Yeah. It wasn't
2: working for my brand because of what other people could feel it, but also wasn't working for my own personal care.
1: I love that. I love that. Well, I mean, you are a, a keen example of everything that you've put into this book, your heart and soul. I can't wait to get a copy um where can people pre-order the book and find out more about you online?
2: Yes, I can't wait to send you a copy. You can pre-order right now at beautifullybravebook.com and we have some amazing pre-orders. It's like it's more than a book, it's really a movement. Like think about if we were having conversations like this, if you were talking to a girlfriend where you sat down and you guys both like role played out like a situation. Um I really really, really created Beautifully Brave to be a movement as well. So we're doing some awesome book clubs in the um, pre-order Facebook campaign. So I'm really excited about Um, that. And then head over to my Instagram at Sarah Pendrick. I'm always talking about it and there's more to come.
1: Awesome. Okay, last question. With everything that you've learned in life, with everything that you've researched and studied and just been through, what is something that you want the audience to remember from this talk?
2: Hmm. Don't forget yourself because we put so much energy into our relationships that are around us and we forget that the most important relationship really is with ourselves. And it's, and I don't say that because like, you're more important than anyone else. It's also, that's what you truly need. And that's what the people around you need. And just as we put time and quality time into our romantic partnerships, our relationship with our kids, friends, like Put that same exact energy into yourself, even if it's one day a week, and really, truly watch things change for you.
1: I love it. Sarah, you're so brilliant. Thank you for coming on this show. I love speaking with you, as always.
2: Oh, I love talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. You're amazing. Mm -hmm.
1: If you've been looking for a way to add in self-care to your day in an easy and accessible way then I highly recommend my new book, Motherhood Unstressed, Daily Meditations on Motherhood, Self-Care, and the Art of Living a Life You Love. This is a book that I wrote with the intention of being a go-to in your day. So you can flip to a page, read a short poem, or do a journal entry, or do the guided meditation, and then go off and run your day. I wanted it to be fast, but also something that you can do every single day so that you are nurturing the primary relationship in your life, the relationship with yourself. And from there, all of your other relationships improve and grow and blossom. So Motherhood Unstressed is available on Amazon, Kindle, and my website at motherhoodunstressed.com. And I'm so excited to see where the book goes in the world. If you get it, definitely screenshot it and tag me at motherhoodunstressed on Instagram and in your stories. And I will share that back out because it's really a full circle. the The book is not complete until someone reads it and processes it. And so I'm so excited to see where it goes in the world. Thanks for reading. You have been listening to the Motherhood Unstressed podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, please share it with a friend and be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so we can get the show out to more and more mothers all over the world